right, so let's start with the rapid fire, the first one. Describe what your organization does in one sentence. Um, the official tagline is we build a better future for our audiences. Um, we do that by um, offering fact, opinion and discussion. How long does it take you to get ready in the mornings? Uh, 20 minutes. Okay. Most valuable skill you've learned in life? Uh, being able to generalize uh, and multitask. City in which the best kiss of your life happened? Yeah. Uh, Manchester. Uh, in one sentence, describe one problem that your organization is facing. Problem. Um, I'd say, well, I guess it's not really a problem, but more of an opportunity, and that's obviously the Web3 space. I think every company is trying to figure out how best to maximize that opportunity. How do you relax? Uh, I'm a big movie nerd, I guess. So I'll go to the movies. A habit of yours that you hate? Uh, I guess it's uh, promising myself to go to the gym, but not actually getting there. Work from home or work from office? Uh, work from home. Most embarrassing moment of your life? Oh my God, there's so many to choose from. Uh, I don't know if this, uh, what's the rating of this? <laughs> I'll have to pass this one. Okay. Uh, how many hours of sleep can you survive on? Uh, I need a lot of sleep, so ideally nine. Your favorite app? Oh, uh, judging from my uh, screen times, probably just Instagram, to be honest. Biggest mistake of your career? Oh, uh, I would say I once took a job because it was paying more, um, and I quit three months later. First movie that comes to your mind when I say the word technology? Uh, minority Report. How many cups of coffee do you drink in a day? Two. Tops. Your favorite Netflix show? Oh, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but uh, Sherlock. All right, so to the long-form questions, the first one is, how do you keep your finger on the pulse of the latest trends all the time? Uh, I guess same as everyone else really like you know there's different uh sort of blogs and different uh sort of media outlets that i follow um i've got quite an extending network just in the industry itself so usually i get the scoop um direct from the source just just friends in the industry um i guess the biggest difficulty is sort of identifying quick trends versus long term kind of uh directions of the industry and i guess part of our jobs as creative directors is to figure out which ones are here to stay and which ones are sort of a flash in the pan. So what would be a good trick to identify a quick trend versus a long-lasting, long-term trend? Uh, I guess the biggest thing is just identifying the value in it. Um, my background is primarily in design, so you can clearly see, uh, if you go back through the, the years, like um, which uh, uh, design trends uh, offer something new and actually something valuable versus just look pretty and look uh, are just different from what's come before so when you look at like minimalism or skeuomorphism brutalism all of them you know they all offer certain things that the previous trend didn't but then you know as soon as you go to flat icons shiny rounded gradient skeuomorphed ones uh, are back round again so everything goes in circles so speaking of all these minimalism, brutalism, uh, what has your background been in, like uh, study-wise, like in your college? Uh, what did you study? 
Well, my career path is quite a strange one, actually. Uh, I studied music, uh, technology, yeah. So the first kind of five or six years of my career, I spent uh, writing music for film. And then I slowly uh, started working more in video and animation and, and, and uh, in that kind of era, uh, area. And then I moved more into the design side of things. So UI and UX design, um, kind of online web design, things like that. So my role at the moment allows me to sort of tap into all these different areas. Um, and it kind of allows me to be format agnostic when it comes to finding the right solutions for the for the challenges that um, we come across. Well, consumers are now much better at seeing through the distraction to seek actual value in the content they consume. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, it, it, it increases every single day. I mean, I, th I think it's uh, well known that, you know, the, the, the quantity of the amount of information out there is getting bigger. The quality is fine, is, is becoming harder to identify. But I think what's great is there's no trick in the consumer, you know? They are very, very good at skipping the things that don't interest them and and quickly identifying um, what they what they think will bring them value versus um, stuff that, you know, they don't want to um, consume. So, yeah, I think it's, it's something that every area of the industry needs to pay attention to um, because there's no pulling the wool over consumers' eyes anymore. Um, there's simply too many other options for them to to go to and and uh, instead of yours so it's, yeah it's a big deal so would this kind of trend give a boost to content curators more than content creators because people are looking for quality things i guess so i mean you could say that you know curation has always been um around and, and a big part of um, like aggregators and things like that. I remember there was a big kind of standoff when Spotify relied on the algorithm to sort of generate what they thought would be relevant to the to the user. And Apple used curation, you know, with like they brought on Zane Lowe. And I, I'm not sure where it stands now, but I definitely think algorithm versus curation it isn't just a, a set divide. It's, I think the best results are always going to be from a combination of those two things. How important is prioritizing branding to drive growth in the coming years, do you think? Well, I think the one thing that hasn't changed and one thing that's only going to get more important is trust or, you know, consumer trust. So I think if your brand has that trust and, and can generate that trust and, and gather it, and especially, obviously, I work in, in publishing, so that trust is one of our, the main attributes of any given publisher. But I think it goes deeper than that anyway. Like if you follow an Instagram account, you trust in the quality of what that account is gonna to give to you. So even as, as soon as they start to misplace that trust or no longer deliver on, on the reason they came there, then, then like say users will just go elsewhere. So I think when it comes to branding, it's incredibly important that um, trust plays a big part of that. So to what extent has channels like Instagram and TikTok disrupted what it means to be a brand? Uh, well, I guess, you know, it, it is just another channel at the end of the day. I think, you know, at time, we 
don't really see ourselves like people always ask us who was who are our main competitors and it's easy to think of other publishers but really our main competitors are any other platform that that demands attention from consumers you know so in that sense you could say netflix spotify instagram are all competitors um we obviously use a lot of these platforms um for their strengths but i think as a brand it's important to use each channel to their to the um the strength of what the audience comes there to consume and so a lot of tech companies are predicted to become media companies or did you have anything to say about that soon to be trend yeah well i mean you know you've seen in recent news the how the the, the lines between tech and and media companies have been blurred recently but i wouldn't want to uh you know speculate on any <laughs> future there but i guess you know i think it you they're always going to need each other that's a, a given um and it's just again finding where the value lies in each different side so it is said that the vice president of creative role is one of the best but most complex jobs in the world. What are some of the challenges that you face in your job? Um, well, I guess, yeah, the biggest thing, like say, uh, the biggest uh, role I've got to play is just finding the right solutions for the challenges we have. And it's like, I know plenty of like film directors or, you know, video creative directors that are amazing like they make some of the best films in the world but whenever they they see a challenge and all, every solution would be a video and that's not wrong it's just i think it's important to think to, to look at every tool in your arsenal um as the sort of vp of creative and brand it's it's really important to sort of take a step back keep an eye on like what is it we're actually trying to achieve with this what are the goals and, and just making sure that you, you've got one eye on the big picture, but also one eye on the details as well. Like the, the final sort of 10% um, of the details sometimes make up the majority of the value. So to what extent do you find yourself sometimes getting lost in micromanagement instead of the overarching view or theme of the something? I used to a lot actually, because um, like I say, I've kind of come up through the ranks and, and I very much still like to stay hands-on where I can um, just so I don't get left behind to be honest you know the, the industry is moving faster than it's ever moved before I in the past I've worked for kind of dinosaur creative directors that you know would swear that InDesign or Macromedia director were still the best platforms to use just because that's all they know my big fear is you know some of the new new tool comes along that um, offers something that I have no idea about. So I, I do try to kind of stay hands-on where I can, but yeah, it's definitely um, a skill in itself to kind of delegate and make sure uh, creative directors surround themselves with good uh, teams who, I, I always say, you know, it's a mistake if I'm, I'm the best designer on my team because um, like I'm hiring people for, for their specific skill sets. So would you agree that a great challenge and risk are linked to a brand to achieve marketing goals? Uh, I would say so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, if there's no challenge or risk, then what you're doing is safe. And safe rarely gets attention. Um, so I guess in, in any marketing campaign, there has to be some element of risk. If there isn't, what are the chances that it's ever going to be... Um, uh, retained by the audience you, you, 
you're going after. And I guess one interesting thing that I've seen in the industry sometimes is um, the bigger the budgets, the, the more likely it is to stay safe, which is kind of competing uh, directions sometimes. You know, it's like the, the brand is so uh, worried that this the, 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 the budgets are too high, so they want to play safer and safer and safer. Um, but then, again, like say, you're kind of reducing the, the potential of it by doing that sometimes. So it's never completely black and white. But um, yeah, I would say um, sometimes the riskier moves have the biggest payoffs. Okay, so the last question for you is then, what would you be doing in your life if not this? <laughs> uh, well, I guess, obviously, like, like I said earlier, um, my career started in music, so I would probably go back to that in some capacity. The, the industry's changed way more than I, I thought it would since I was last in it. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess, yeah, may, maybe back in music. But again, that's such a hard industry to to actually survive in, so who knows? So do you think you're doing what you're doing because you were afraid of the music industry? Uh, I was relatively successful there, but I think the majority of it is I've got a really short attention span, so even if I was primarily working in music still, I'd still have one hand in other areas and, you know, I'd still be experimenting in, you know, I just things that just uh, interest me, I guess, you know, so it's I'll, I'll forever just be a um, multi multitasker in that sense. So what hobbies do you pursue then outside of work? Uh, I guess I'm a big football fan. So, yeah, try and keep up to date with that. Um, and, yeah, like I say, I'm a huge movie nerd. So um, try to see as many films as I can at the cinema. Keep up with all, you know, the threads in the Marvel and DC worlds. So I'm, I'm useless at that. But uh, luckily, I've got plenty of nephews and nieces that uh, keep me up to date. That was amazing. It's great listening to you.